listening to the Bible 126 show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The climate apocalypse has begun. The Earth is specially designed by God to operate under the influence of weather and climate. Every time there is a change in the weather and climate, the people of the Earth are at the receiving end. The slightest climatic deviation can have a massive impact on living organisms on Earth. In fact, it is proven that weather and climate variation has led to the extinction of some plant and animal species in different regions of the world. Extreme weather events cause lots of damage to various life forms on Earth. According to the National Aeronautics and Space Agency of the U.S., the average global temperature of the Earth has increased by more than one degree Celsius since 1980, and two-thirds of the warming has occurred since 1975. The global temperature is projected to warm further by about 1.5 degrees Celsius by 2050, and between 2 to 4 degrees Celsius by 2100. Key indicators that the world climate system is changing are increases in global land and ocean temperatures, and increases in the frequency and severity of weather conditions, such as hurricanes and cyclones, heat waves, precipitation and cloud cover. Consequent to these changes, there is increase in wildfires, droughts, floods, sea levels, and ice melting at the polar regions of the world. Already, 2022 has brought powerful floods terrifying wildfires, and unusually early heat waves globally, notably those in India and Pakistan, Europe, the U.S., and parts of East Asia. Freak hailstorms have battered Germany and Mexico City, and U.S. forecasters expect an above-normal hurricane season. Meteorologists say that many of these events are part of a troubling trend. While 2022 is not yet the worst year on record for extreme weather, we are currently witnessing the impact of climate change and the cascading effect of one problematic weather condition influencing another. The India temperatures reached a record 49.2 degrees Celsius in May 2022. France recorded its earliest 40-degree day ever, and there are swaths of the U.S. where 100 million people have been advised to stay indoors. The National Meteorological Service for the United Kingdom reported record-breaking heat in the UK on the 19th of July, 2022. Temperatures climbed over 104 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 degrees Celsius, for the first time ever recorded. Among other effects, many schools closed, doctor's offices were shut, and train services was limited for fear the tracks would buckle. This record-breaking temperature resulted in fires emerging in different parts of London, Tennis ball-sized hailstones batter western province of Alberta and Canada. What made this hailstorm unique was that it appeared suddenly with tennis ball-sized hailstones. The intense storm damaged vehicles and caused collisions. This increase in extreme weather conditions has led many to come to the conclusion that the climate apocalypse has begun. Typhoons have posed great threats to those in the temperate regions of the world in the last few decades, while those in the tropics are suffering from tropical cyclones. 
These strong winds are responsible for ripping out trees, destroying buildings, flooding cities, and burying villages under mudslides. These anomalies have inflicted great devastation in both economic terms and human lives. In 2013, one of the most powerful typhoons ever recorded hit the eastern Philippines with maximum sustained winds of 195 miles per hour and gusts to 235 miles per hour. According to a report by Derek Bryson Taylor, 30% of U.S. adults said they have been affected by extreme weather since 2020. Most commonly, extreme cold. Most of these respondents cited that hurricanes and winter weather such as snow, ice storms, and blizzards were the most common extreme weather events, followed by extreme heat and flood. The report also says that there have been dozens of severe weather events in the United States over the last two years that have each caused $1 billion or more damages according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. About 20 of such climatic disasters were reported for 2021 and 22 for 2020. As we continue to search through meteorological and climatic data, we seem to find out that the climate is changing and having negative impact on the planet Earth. While some areas are being flooded, especially the Arctic and polar regions of the world, due to melting ice caps, some other regions are experiencing drought and intense heat waves, especially the tropics. So, with all these climactic data analysis, can we say that the declining weather system of the world indicates a sign of the end time? Does the changing pattern of the climate and weather system communicate the fulfillment of end-time prophecy? Is God actually involved in all of these, or is man to take the full responsibility for his influence on the weather? Genesis 8.22 says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. This passage can be literally interpreted to mean that God intended the natural cycle of things, heat and cold, to continue, and nothing special was meant to happen to the weather and climate while man exists. In other words, this passage could mean that any change in weather or climate is nothing but a natural occurrence. To support this literal interpretation of Genesis 8.22, there is scientific proof that explained that the Earth has been evolving from an ice age over a period of 4,000 years now, and that the changing weather and climatic conditions we are experiencing are not anomalies. Other scientific claims hold that climate changes are largely a result of natural cycles of cold and warm phases, which have been occurring for thousands of years. They see this pattern as nothing but a cyclic occurrence of the same phenomenon. On this note, scripturally speaking, Extreme weather is not anything new, and it is not necessarily a sign of the end. Right from the Old Testament, and even in the early times, we find certain weather extremes, and they couldn't have suggested we were at the end of the world then. In the book of Genesis, when God saw the wicked of men and the violence that filled the earth, He decided to destroy the entire world with flood, and to save Noah and his family alone. In Genesis 6.17, God said, And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth, to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life, from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. 
This is one of the graphic examples of God using the weather to judge man's wickedness. More so, there are many other weather-related experiences God used to arrest the attention of His people. In other instance, God used drought to discipline the Israelites because of their idolatry and the worship of Baal. 1 Kings 17.1 says, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Apostle James later explains in the New Testament that God locked the heaven from giving rain to the earth. In these two scenarios, the flood and the drought, both weather extremes, God judged His people for their wickedness and idolatry. These cases had nothing to do with the end time. They were just the supernatural acts of God. In Genesis 41, Joseph experienced a drought. When Moses was warning the children of Israel about being disloyal to God, he told them the repercussions of disobedience to God's commands in Deuteronomy 28, 23, and 24, which reads, And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee, until thou be destroyed. Today, we consider thundering and lightning, vehement wind, such as typhoon or tropical cyclones, earthquakes, heat waves, and wildfires as extreme weather conditions. There are people who consider these weather events as signs of the end time. Meanwhile, some of these extreme weathers can be seen in the Old Testament. From these few biblical examples, we can see that extreme weather conditions have occurred since the Old Testament. Yes, indeed, in Matthew 24, Jesus lists several things that will happen. Matthew 24, 4-8 through And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Some interpreters point to every earthquake, every single natural disaster, every single political turmoil, and every newsworthy thing that happens in Israel as a sure sign that the end times are rapidly approaching. While the events may signal the approach of the last days, they are not necessarily indicators that the end times have arrived. The reason I say this, there are groups of Christians who point at some of these extreme weather conditions as the seals in Revelation chapter 6. There are some who even argue that these are the signs that the four horsemen in Revelation chapter 6 are here. There are those who even believe that all these extreme weather events are happening because the seven trumpets are being blown. However, I assure you, my brothers and sisters, all of these extreme occurrences are not yet the doing of the four horsemen, or the seals, or the seven trumpets. When the book of Revelation truly comes upon this earth, it will be nothing like the world has seen before. What we are seeing are merely the birth pains.
The rapture is happening sooner than people know. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 51 to 53. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. We shall not all sleep. There is a generation of believers, a generation of believers who shall not sleep, a generation of believers who shall be raised and shall be permanently changed, permanently changed from corruption to incorruption, from mortal to immortality. There is a time coming where millions of people will quite literally disappear from the face of the earth. The sheer scale of this event will change everything forever. One can only wonder the complete meltdown that will take place when this happens. The whole world won't see the Lord Jesus Christ when He comes at the rapture. This does not mean that the rapture will be a secret. The rapture is too big of event to keep a secret. The sheer number of people who will be taken will be impossible to keep a secret. There are millions of believers in Jesus Christ in the world today, millions of brothers and sisters all across the world, millions of born-again, blood-washed believers. Don't fall into the trap of believing that there are a small number of Christians, but all across the globe you will find believers in America, in Africa, in Europe, in Asia, you will find believers. This is the wonderful thing about the Lord Jesus Christ. He died for all mankind. He died for one race, and that is the human race. Regardless of your ethnicity, your country of birth, or the color of your skin, Christ died for you. Christ died for all mankind, male and female. There are men and women who are walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, and if the rapture was to happen today, they would all be taken away. The rapture is happening soon. After the rapture, the world will change and never be the same again. We don't know when the rapture will take place. No one does. But at a time in human history, the rapture will take place. We are all moving on a line, a line we can call time. And on this line, there is a beginning and there will be an end. And somewhere on that line, there is the rapture. History is not staying in one place. History is not stationary. History is moving from the beginning to the end. History is moving. God has a timeline of events, and on God's timeline, there are things that will occur at God's appointed time. Humble yourself and submit to the Lord's timeline of events. God does not work to your timeline or to my timeline. He operates on His own timeline. Humble yourself and know that God is large and in charge, and know that all the events of prophecy will happen in God's perfect timing, and not in your flawed timing. To believe that the rapture will not happen because it hasn't happened in your lifetime is pride. Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 19, 
that if all the hope we have in Christ ends in this world, then we are of all men most miserable. Now, if we also have hope in Christ beyond this evil world, then we are of all men most blessed. The hope that we will someday be welcomed by our Lord and Savior in the air gives us the strength to overcome whatever challenges we might be facing at this present time. The rapture will be the fulfillment of the promise that Christ made before He left this world. One of the most wonderful things about the Lord God Almighty is that He is a God of integrity. He is not a flaky man who changes his mind here and there. He is a God of integrity. He is not double-minded. He is a God of integrity. He is not deceptive in his nature. He is a God who upholds his world. He is a God who upholds his word. And before he left this world, our Lord Jesus Christ made a promise in John 14. And the rapture is the fulfillment of the promise. John 14 verse 1 to 3 Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. That is the desire of every child of God, that where Christ is there, they may be also. A true child of God is not in love with this world. A true child of God desires, yearns, and longs to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. A child of God looks forward to the rapture. Listen to the words of Jesus. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. The rapture is happening soon. He is preparing a place for you and I. What are you worried about? Jesus is coming soon. Are your problems really that bad? When you look at your problems in light of the fact that Jesus is coming soon, your heart will not be troubled. How can I be troubled by something that temporary? Well, I know for all of eternity I will be with the Lord Jesus and with his holy angels. Look forward to the rapture. It is happening soon. The truth remains, and that is the fact that the rapture will happen. I can't tell you the date of the rapture, or the years left, or the hours left before the rapture, but what I can tell you is that it is coming sooner than you can ever imagine. What else do we want again? We have been warned, we have been told the signs to show that the rapture is near, and we are seeing them already. We have been told to enter into the ark, to be saved and we are seeing that the rapture is still far. Look, the rapture is here, it is closer than before, and that is the time of our salvation. Romans 13 verse 11 And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. You need to wake up. You need to stop sleeping. Wake up and be prepared. The rapture is nearer. It can happen any time from now. Live your life as it will happen now. Don't live your life like it will happen tomorrow. Don't live your life like it will happen next week. Live like it will happen any moment from now. Stop predicting when it will happen. That is not your job. It is no man's job. The time and date 
are not yours to worry about. Just know it is nearer than before. You need to worry about how that day would be. You need to be concerned about your position in Christ right now. This is a plea to every one of us listening to this. The rapture is a mystery. It will happen at an unexpected time. Not everyone will make it. This is a fact that we need to tell ourselves. Not everyone will make the rapture, but please, will you make it? Will you be part of those that will be transformed? Will you be part of those that will meet with Christ in the sky? Will you be part of these people who will be called the people of God and be with God? This is not something you should joke with. All these material things you are acquiring will not help you when the trumpet sounds. The private jet you have will not fly you to meet with Christ in heaven. The mansion you have or the skyscraper you have built will not allow you meet with Christ in the sky. I am just being truthful to you. I am telling you the truth because it will not make any sense to have billions on earth and then none is useful after the rapture. I am not saying you should not work to have money. I am not saying you should not buy cars. But don't do these things at the expense of heaven. Don't chase fast cars and forget about the rapture. Don't build skyscrapers and mansions and forget to build your relationship with God. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and then misses out on the rapture? What shall it profit you if you get that contract and then you cannot make the rapture? You might be thinking the rapture is far. You might be thinking you can still quickly commit sin and then ask for forgiveness later. We must watch and wait earnestly for the rapture event by living a holy life. There is nothing unholy that would be associated with Christ. If we would be counted worthy at the rapture of the saints, we must live our lives with the consciousness that rapture could take place at any time. No one knows the day in which this event will happen. It is going to be the most sudden event that will ever take place on earth. Blessed are those who will be found ready. Are you ready? If the rapture should take place now, are you sure you will be taken?